Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, we've had a long, long day together. It's a good day. No, yeah. too too long. Too long. Yeah. This is like the most time we've spent together in quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, painful. Yeah. Well, do you, does somebody want to say what we did today to spend all this time together being friends and... Going on an adventure. I don't know. It was all your plan, so... We got stuck in the rain. That's true. It did rain like crazy um, as we were driving through on a like a retro games hunt today. Nothing really specific we were out looking for, necessarily, but we went uh, to, what, five or so different retro uh, game stores? It had to be more than that. Well, no, just retro was, game stores. Well, I mean, like, we went to oh. some Best Buys and some Targets as well, just for normal toy shopping and collectible so, yeah, hunting, but I think, like... What, four, three, five? three game exchanges and, and two, two retro, retro games, games pluses, pluses which yeah. are like little mini chains of retro game stores in Connecticut. Uh, is, is Game Exchange just Connecticut? Oh, I, I mean, no, I'm sure they have others, but at least like within Connecticut, there's I think four or five of them anyway, uh, and then at least three, or two or three. There's three re- uh, retro games pluses in Connecticut and, and one, one in, in California. California. There you go. So yeah, we hit up a bunch of those. Uh, thankful to all of those stores for putting up with us as we dumped out bin after bin of game boy games yeah. <laughs> uh, oh god and like when we at the last game exchange we went to and we were just dumping all of the games onto the counter yeah. to be fair though we were very like I, I was doing it slowly i wasn't just like pouring them into a big pile Scratching making a shit ton of noise yeah no i was very you know quiet to do it the first one we went to we were on the floor because that's just where the buckets were uh and we organized them all we put them all back you did throw one over onto the other side of the counter oh, well throw <laughs> it's a harsh term i don't know man you look pretty angry that you really did not want that he heftily loved it uh game that you, that you just had in your sick hands. of their smug faces mocking me all the time like i don't need another event player mary kate or ashley get out of here whatever one you are yeah uh, but no, I, I wanted to look for some Game Boy games. as I, I've dubbed 2020 the year of the Game Boy, mm-hmm. uh, as I've stated in previous episodes. So in following that trend and getting ready for whichever retro future way to play the Game Boy that I end up purchasing this year, if not both. Whether which is, it's the Retron Mini or the uh, analog, analog Pocket. Analog pocket. Uh, I wanted to, you know, pad out my Game Boy collection a little bit. That's mm-hmm. what I was looking for when we went to the Retro Games Expo last year. Uh, so we figured it was kind of a rainy day. Let's let's drive around in that rain, get caught in that rain, and uh, look for some games. So uh, I bought a whole bunch of games. I bought uh, – I'll just go through the list. Got them all right in front of me. Uh, I found Power Rangers the movie on Game Boy. Again, I don't know if any of these games are good. I wasn't really caring. I just was like, oh, okay, I, I have franchises that I like that I want to like have collections of. Um, so I was looking for some Power Ranger games. I found this one. I also you found don't. a you copy just... of Power Rangers the movie on VHS, which yeah. I also purchased because uh, I do collect VHSs as well. Oh, uh, weird. Yeah. It was one of those things. I started it because I was going to a friend's like uh, family cabin. And they had a, and all they had was a VHS player. They had a VCR, and I was like, "Oh well." The last time we were up there, the only VCR, like the only VHS they had, was like 101 <coughs> Dalmatians and SNL's Best of Mike Myers, Ooh. which is like pretty good. Those are two good, you know, collections. Uh, but I went around to a bunch of like you know local Goodwills and Savers and places like that to just like start a collection of like, hey, what if we want to watch movies? Uh, and so I've kind of kept that up a little bit. So I did buy. Uh, a copy of uh, Power Rangers the movie on VHS. I was very happy about that. I bought Batman 89 for the Game Boy. I bought The Empire Strikes Back, which I was very happy to find because I had already had Star Wars 
and Return of the Jedi on Game Boy. So that rounds out the trilogy there. Uh, I then purchased uh, Star Wars Trilogies, <laughs> Apprentice of the Force on the Game Boy Advance. Uh, the rest of these are all Game Boy Advance games, except for one, which I'll get to. Uh, I bought, let's see, Wolver- X2 Wolverine's Revenge. Uh, the Spider-Man movie games 1, 2, and 3 on the Game Boy. So I've got a whole ton of Game the Boy series. trilogy. Yeah, the same Raimi trilogy. Because I've got the regular OG trilogy that they had on the Game Boy. I've got you know some of the Game Boy Advance ones that they put out. I then bought a whole host of Star Wars games. I think I'm now down to every Star Wars game on the Game Boy Advance all in one fell swoop today. Which was a pretty nice grab to be able to find all of these in the giant giant bins of game boy advance games and if i learned anything today about the game boy advance that i didn't already know but i definitely did already know this is that holy shit is there a lot of crap like there are four games for every tv show that was ever on the disney channel they made three lizzie mcguire games yeah i don't know how i don't know who was buying them but apparently all of the lizzie mcguire fans hey man it's coming back it's a Uh, doing revival Listen, doing big things at Hillary Duff. Uh, so yeah, I bought all three Spider-Man games, and then I bought Episode 3 on the GBA. I bought Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Episode 2, The New Droid Army. I bought the other trilogies. I bought uh, Episode 1, Jedi Power Battles. And Episode 1, Flight of the Falcon. And then just now we were looking, and I was realizing that I was only missing like two Game Boy games overall in the Star Wars collection of games so i went and bought those uh obi-wan adventures and what was the episode one racer, oh, episode one racer which i didn't even know came out of the game boy color like, me neither actually. i love that i'm sure i've seen it i don't know um but it, it's one of those like large cased ones yeah with, it has like, a, a rumble pack, pack on it yeah it's got it a, a battery rumble. Pack or a rumble pack? it's a rumble pack but it needs a battery to operate yeah. okay so that was pretty cool i did not know that existed i loved it on the n64 so i'm surprised that in my youth, I wouldn't have been like, I have a Game Boy, like, I want that. But, I don't know, maybe I did and just uh, didn't get it. Who knows? Um, so I just purchased those on Amazon. They'll be here this week. So now I have every Star Wars game on the Game Boy, it would seem. Uh, the one I'm most... three iterations of the Game Boy. Yeah, exactly. Game Boy, Game Boy Color. Uh, I'm not going to go the DS route, because there's like a million of them, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to play my DS. Like, I'm not going to take that out and play them. Um, but then I was able to find a copy of what IGN has dubbed the worst-reviewed Game Boy game of all time, uh, and that is Star Wars Yoda Stories on the uh, the OG Game that Boy. That one I don't remember either. Uh, I remember it because apparently it's a PC game. Yeah, it is a port of a PC game that's meant to be played with a mouse. <laughs> so porting a mouse game over to the I Game mean, Boy. I mean, it can't be a direct port from a PC game to the Game Boy. Well, a PC game from the 80s, it could. But it was also a PC game that like was played in an open window so it was like minesweeper or something like that like where it like popped up it didn't full screen or anything like that it didn't have a ton of graphics or anything it had like a corner of the screen was graphics and then the rest was your inventory system and like 10 to 12 year old me couldn't figure out how to play it at all so good luck on you adam and trying to figure out to make any sense out of it he's got the mentality of a 10 to 12 year old that's right i know that's why i'm saying good luck to you yeah well i mean it is a shit game so i mean worst case scenario if it sucks but now you own it yeah it's just part of the collection yeah exactly um oh then i did find another one in here that i did not mention uh about tron 2.0 killer app oh yes which uh, i didn't realize what it was we looked up really quickly and apparently there's some different gameplay elements to it but it also includes the tron arcade game 
which I love the Tron arcade game. Every time I go to one of those like retro arcade bars, I always got to throw a couple bucks in there and do my best to try to beat the game. And I've never been able to do it because there's four different things. There's like light cycles and all the yeah, different the disc game light cycle the one where you have to like shoot at the master control system yep and there's one tank? where you have to like walk tank? in to get in yeah there's something there's something else too i've never been able to do all of them in one go um, I, don't know. I was only ever interested in the disc game and, and light, the light cycle yeah. yeah those are the only ones that i cared about yep uh and so then what else did i pick up today i also picked up a copy of ready to rumble on vhs mm. great quality movie about the height of WCW wrestling, starring the incomparable only WCW, downhill from there. Starring the incomparable WCW champion David Arquette, oh, uh, and the son of James Kahn, Scott Kahn, uh, as well as what is it, Oliver Platt, yep. Shakespearean trained actor Oliver Platt, uh, and a, just a great, just a great, and a whole host of WCW wrestlers. Yeah, but like B tier, uh, some higher tier, like Goldberg's in it, mm-hmm. DDP and whatnot. So. Uh, I bought that. What was that third VHS? Uh, I History bought? of the World Part One. Yeah. Oh yeah, History of the World Part One. And, and then, then later we went to a different retro store that had records, and they had uh, songs from History of the World Part One on vinyl. So I picked that up too. Yeah. It was, was a good what day. Was called Good to Be the King. Yeah, it's Good to Be the King, which is great. It's just a great movie. Mm-hmm. So I had a, uh, anything. I did a like a paper on Mel Brooks in school. <laughs> it's a good topic. Yeah. There's a lot know. to cover I was in there. Really happy about it too. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but yeah, just a really good. Really good haul today. I was actually quite surprised. And a lot of the, all, all of the Game Boy games were buy two, get one free for the most part, which was good. Um, Got to love those little sales. Uh, and then uh, you guys picked up some stuff as well. Uh, Joe, what'd you pick up? Uh, I picked up a bunch of stuff also. He's got his stack so here. Reach down to grab it. Uh, they're not They're not all laid out in front of, on the desk in front of you? I don't have a desk. Oh, see, that's where you messed up. Uh, first desk. up, uh, I, uh, I mainly also bought... Uh, handheld Game Boy stuff as well, but You're the I Game did Boy. pick up a copy of uh, Toe Jam & Earl Panica and Funkatron for the Sega Genesis, okay. which was the second Toe Jam & Earl game. Uh, the one that was like a side-scroller as opposed to the like weird isometric one that came out. I never owned a copy of this just because I was like, oh, it's not like the old game? Like, I don't want to play it if it's not yeah. like the old game. This isn't what I wanted. Yeah, so I like passed on it, but now I was like, you know what? Maybe I should give it a try. Like, honestly, Toe Jam and Earl was a really shitty game anyways, so probably the like the second one was probably better, and I just never decided to give it a try. Well, now you will. Yep. Uh, for the uh, Game Boy, uh, I picked up uh, three Tetris games. Uh, I picked up Tetris Plus, Tetris Blast, and Tetris, which I apparently do not own a copy of regular Tetris. That's insane to me. I own a Japanese copy of regular Tetris. But you just bought that when you went yes. to Japan. It's <laughs> yeah. not like you had bought that at a retro store or online somewhere or previous. Or had had it yeah. Yeah. in life in No, general. you just bought that in <laughs> Japan. Yeah, yeah. So a month ago, I picked up that, yeah. and apparently now I am finally picking up an actual copy of Tetris, which I'm sure I've owned oh, copies yeah. of Tetris and sold them, times traded over, them up yeah. over and over again. But I'm just at the point where I didn't currently own one. Well, it was funny, or either that, or I just left it off the list of games that I yeah. own, and yeah. I'm going to go home and be like, "Oh, look, there's another copy of Tetris." But uh, you can never have enough copies of Tetris. Because when I was going through that bucket of Game Boy games, I saw like two or three copies of Tetris and I put them back in the bucket because I was like, there's no way you don't already yeah, own this. Yeah. You I was like, I own it. it over because it's Tetris and you're like, yeah. everyone has Tetris. I own it. You must own it. Even Do if you, you don't know it, you ones? own Tetris. Yeah. So I was really shocked to hear you say that. Uh, and then for the Game Boy Advance, I picked up a bunch of games as well. Uh, I picked up a copy of uh, Yu Yu Hakusho Spirit Detective. 
and Yu Yu Hakusho Tournament Tactics. Now, I always like the Yu Yu Hakusho uh, anime. Um, Same. I'm more... Big fan. <laughs> this is honestly one where like, they do fight on the way home from school. He's fighting monsters on the way home from school. Yeah, yeah. guys, they're all like that. I don't know why you have to keep prefacing that. They're all that way. Uh, I'm more interested in the Tournament Tactics one, because I'm interested if it's actually a tactics game. Uh, which would be pretty cool if it is. Uh, I really don't know anything about them, but I was like, oh, like I like that show. Like, fuck it, I'll grab them. They're like $4 a piece. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Uh, then I also picked up uh, some wrestling games, which I have, I think, all of the wrestling games on the Game Boy and Game Boy Color mm-hmm. that they've, they've put out. Um, but I don't have any of them on the Game Boy Advance, so I was grabbing some of those while I was there. So I picked up uh, Legends of Wrestling 2, and the WWF Road to WrestleMania, um, just to like add to that collection of wrestling games they have on everything. Tournament yeah. Tactics is indeed a tactics game. Oh, cool! Nice. Man, that's pretty dope. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, the Legends of Wrestling games are really fun. If you haven't played the like the PS2, I played the I played like the PS2 ones and all the other ones. There's also a, a whole crap ton of Fire Pro Wrestling games on the GBA. Oh yeah, so those will probably be a little bit harder well. to track down. Yeah. I used to have a couple of those. I bought like my GBA when it came in the bundle, and it was like that was one of the games that it was forced into. Yeah. I was just quality like, sure. game to get forced on you. But like I didn't know. Like, yeah, at the time. Like twelve yeah. year old me or however old I was when I bought it when I bought it. It was that and like F Zero and then something else. A Pretty sure. Rocket, I think. Yeah. I played it on like one of my enhanced like PSPs. It's mm. very hard. Yeah, oh, it's super hard because it's not about like mashing buttons the way other wrestling games are. It's all about like the timing yeah, of prime when timing. you press the button. Yeah. Um but it's a good series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked up uh, Road Rash Jailbreak on the Game Boy Advance. Yep. Uh, I just like Road Rash games, so yep. I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll give that That's a That's why I picked well. it out of the, the bundle for you, mm-hmm. um, amongst all of the other Nickelodeon, Disney Channel, and Mary Kay and Ashley games. Yeah, and then uh, at the last minute, I just kind of said, like, uh, I was looking for a couple extra things, because all these places were like, buy two, get one free. Yeah, yeah. Got to pad those numbers out. Yeah, um, and while you were going through the bins, you kept pulling out Power Ranger games. Well, yeah, and I kept saying, like, I was like, oh, you like Power Rangers. So every time I would pull a Power Ranger game out, I'd show it to you and be like, eh, I don't want that one. Because you yeah. only like Mighty, Mighty Morphin, Morphin Power Pretty Rangers. much, yeah. Like, I watched up until, like, I watched Zeo and In Space and, like, all those other ones that would have been on after school. Yeah. But, like, my heart is Mighty Morphin. Like, I don't really care about any of the other ones, to be fair. So you guys are just like, what about this? I'm like, no, I don't. I just want Mighty Morphins. Yeah, so, like, afterwards, after we had already, like, put everything back, I just kind of went, like, you know what? I want all of those Power Ranger games that yeah. Adam did as not want. As soon as we put them all back in the bin, you're like, you know what? I'm going to re-go through all three bins of Game Boy Advance games. <laughs> and find all those games we put back. Yeah, exactly. So, I grabbed a whole bunch of Power Ranger games. Uh, the one I just dropped on the floor was Power Rangers Wild Force. Uh, I got Power Rangers Time Force. Power Rangers SPD, which is Space Patrol Delta. Uh, Power Rangers Ninja Storm and Power Rangers Dino Thunder. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm more of a just a general Power Rangers fan. Like I just like I like the old Japanese ones more than the yeah the Super. Sentai I mean, Mighty series. Morphin was great, but yeah, I'm more interested in like the Super Sentai ones. So I kind of just want them for like the interpretation of all of those characters and suits. Uh, so I got uh, just a whole bunch of Power Ranger games to add to the collection. And then last but not least, I picked up a bunch of Game Gear games as well. 
just because I'm still waiting for the uh, analog Game Gear adapter. Oh, cartridge adapter. Yeah. Uh, they, they put out the one. Uh, it came when I bought the analog uh, Mega SG. It came with one for like the um, Mega Drive. Mm-hmm. No, Mega Drive is a Jap- Master System. Master System. Sega Master System adapter. Uh, and they said that they were going to put out uh, Game Gear and a couple other different uh, adapters that would let you play other things. I'm waiting for that Game Gear adapter to finally come out. So I have been picking up uh, every once in a while uh, random Game Gear games. Uh, so I picked up uh, Streets of Rage. Nice. Uh, uh, Quest for the Shaven Yak starring Ren and Stimpy. The fuck? Good good, good quality game. I'm surprised you didn't buy the, the trading cards they had at that store as well. Uh, I mean, I, I like Ren and Stimpy. I'll play the game because the games are fun, but I don't I don't collect, like, Ren and Stimpy yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, you got at least a bunch of Ren and Stimpy figures on your shelf over there. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, I got the, the two the pops, pop and then there was, like, a five-pack at, like, I think Toys R Us when I was going out of business. It was, like, five bucks, and I was like, okay, sure. Uh, and then I picked up a, uh, it's pretty much a quintessential Game Gear game. Clax? Uh, no, uh, Surf Ninjas. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, well, did you ever see Surf Ninjas? Yeah, because it's in the movie. Yeah, right? they, he's playing the game Surf Ninjas yeah. like while the movie is going yeah. on. So Surf it's Ninjas one of those. Must die. Yeah. Uh, so it's one of those um, I don't know meta games kind yeah. of thing where like you first find out about it in the movie. It's kind of along the lines of like Mario Three being introduced in the Wizard. Yes. Right. Correct. So if you are a fan of Game Gear stuff, you have to own a copy of Surf Ninjas. Mm-hmm. So I picked up that up as well, and then I picked up a, a couple of uh, Gundam uh, Gunpla model sets. Yeah, because uh, all of these places had a whole bunch of like model kits and stuff, and for like thirty percent off. Yeah. Um, and after coming back from Japan and going to like Gundam Base while I was there, I was getting that itch of like oh yeah i remember like having fun building those did you those. buy anything at gundam base uh no it's the line was like fucking four miles long really yeah when i went there i didn't have to wait like there was nobody in go the on line. a weekend uh no i mean i went back and it was like 10 times busier when i went back also it was, there was a wait to get into the store so wow. i was like oh, really fuck that. yeah jeez but the first time i went like i could go in but there was a line that was like wrapping around the store for buying stuff so i just kind of walked around and looked at all the stuff and didn't actually buy anything i think we went later at in the evening so i think the, the line had died down like i didn't have to wait there was nobody in line when i bought my stuff oh yeah the line was huge when i was there it, like, i'm sorry went all over uh, well i mean yeah. i wasn't gonna buy anything anyways just because i was like these boxes are too big to bother trying they were. to bring them <laughs> They were indeed. Yeah. And I had a lot of other stuff. And, like, finding uh, Gundam sets isn't super hard. No, but, like, they had lots of limited stuff there. Yeah. Well, I'm not really, like, I'm interested in the things I like. I'm not interested in, like, collecting gotcha. things. Like, I'm not looking going, like, oh, limited edition. I need that. I'm yeah, more yeah. like, oh, that suit I like. I want that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I picked up three uh, kits and then, like, two accessory pack things mm-hmm. for the new Gundam Build Fighter series uh, that I just was like, oh, those ones look like they might be fun to build, so yeah. I'll give those a try. And they were super cheap because everything was on sale. Yeah. And then you picked up some of those, too, as well, right, John? Yeah. you didn't get any games today, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't buy any games. I bought, uh, like, two mini kits and then a Haro kit and then a Barbados kit, which I didn't have, which is, has been out for a while, but I was just like, hadn't seen it in time anywhere. And I was just like, ah, oh, it's here and it's 30% off. So it was like $11 after tax. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was quite the haul today. I think we did a really good job with, especially considering we weren't going looking for anything specific. 
other than like I, I was just looking for Game Boy games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess the only thing I was looking for was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game, like actual Game Boy game that nobody nobody had. But I got a different one, which is cool. And yeah. there's only two like Mighty Morphin based Game Boy games, so I'll have both of those and then fuck off with the other ones. Don't mm-hmm. really care. Um, but when we're not going out driving all around, we're staying home and playing games. So Joe, what'd you play this week? Uh, I didn't play anything new. I was still going and just playing all the stuff that I've been like stockpiling and alternating playing like a little of this one day, a little of that one day. Uh, the main thing I kind of really focused on this week was I finally finished Pokemon Sword. I uh, just kind of sat down. I was like, all right, I'm like, I was like one gym battle away from at least beating the gym battle stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, oddly enough, like this one, I- I'll give it credit. I always kind of kept bitching about this game all the time while playing it. It's too easy. It, I mean, it was too easy. I'm, not, I'm just going to stick by that. But I will give it credit because it really did kind of change up the formula of Pokemon games. Because, I mean, Pokemon games are incredibly formulaic. Like, every one of them is just, you beat the eight gym leaders, you go, you do the Elite Four, you fight the um, Pokemon champion, bing, bang, boom. And then also, like... There's a legendary to, somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, and you have to stop the, the Team Rocket boss from awakening the, the thing, you know? Um, and, I mean, it still basically followed that formula, but, like, it did enough to kind of mix it up, uh, especially when it was coming to the end. At least I thought it was coming to the end because, like, when you finish the gym challenge, uh, essentially part of it, um, that's where it kind of really shuffles around the ending, like, part of the game. Yeah. Um, so I was just sitting there going, like, oh, I'm, like, I'm on gym battle seven, so, like, I just finished the last one and then be done with the game. And I was like, oh, wait, no, the game is taking a completely different turn from this point onward and everything's kind of getting all... Uh, fucky plot wise Mm -hmm. Um, so I was actually pleasantly surprised by like them switching it up and making it more interesting and less standard Pokemon like it's not a vast huge difference or improvement but ultimately it still has to be Pokemon yeah and especially like this is the eighth one so like any bit of change is welcome even if it's like a, a minor change so I will give it credit like it switched up the ending plot wise stuff does that give you more hype for the newly announced expansions or are you i mean you were going to get them anyway but does that at least give you a little bit of like oh i'm actually like kind of more excited for the dlc than i would have otherwise been because i like this change uh i mean not really um just because like most pokemon games like you finish the game and then there's post-game stuff yeah um so i finished up this the main game and there was, like, one major thing that doesn't happen in the main game. Like, when the credits started to roll, I was like, oh, really? Like, what happened to Blank? I don't want to, like, spoil yeah, it because yeah, also yeah. John hasn't finished it yet. Yeah. Yep. So I was like, what happened to Blank? And then the post-game stuff picked up. And I was like, oh, it just continues into the post-game. Oh, it's all about Blank. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the post-game was, like, incredibly kind of straightforward. Like, you felt like you were kind of, like, walking down a line, in yeah. a sense. Uh, they didn't really mix that up uh, too much. Uh, and it felt pretty bare bones. It was just basically like, okay, now let's just like finish up this one storyline that we didn't touch on that you felt like should have been touched on in the mm-hmm. main game. Um, and it was also like really short. So it kind of made me go, oh, I feel like at some point the DLC stuff might have been what the post game should was supposed to be. And then they like said, oh, like let's just you know move that to the side, expand on, and make it the DLC because. 
uh, I mean, at least in the more current games, the post-game stuff had a lot more new stuff added to the game. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel like, okay, it's either they just did a really shitty job on the post-game this one, or this DLC stuff probably was intended to be the post-game, and they just, you know, decided, hey, instead, let's, you know, sell this extra post-game stuff. Yeah. I'm not sure. That's just kind of how I felt, just because the post-game stuff was so lacking. Um but, I mean, in the end, it's like I said, I can bitch and mo- moan and complain, but I still sunk like 60 hours into the game. Yeah. So, I definitely got my money's worth out of it, and I did enjoy it, no matter how much I wanted to bitch about it. Um, and I'm still, even at this point, like, now that it's done, I'm and I'm done with, like, the post-game stuff, I'm still going like, alright, but I still have, like, 40 more Pokemon to collect. Mm-hmm. So I'm still doing that and still playing more and still training and still leveling up and yeah. still evolving things. So, yeah, you're still doing Pokemon. Yeah, stuff. I'm still playing it even then. And then also I'm like, and then I'm just going to start up Shield and collect all the ones that I yeah. had to collect in Shield and play through that and get the legendary at the end of that game. Cool. So, I, 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 like, I, uh, yeah, I am looking forward to the DLC when that eventually so, does come out, though. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and then I played more Call of Duty. They just put like the next updated thing to Call of Duty. Uh, added the new gun, which is a crossbow. Hmm. Um, How is it? Have you used it? Uh, I haven't got it yet. Oh, okay. uh, it has like an unlock requirement that you have to do, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is just like play twenty five rounds using a light or um, the uh, marksman rifle mm-hmm. uh, and getting like five kills using it, which is I mean, super easy to get five kills in one game. You yeah. just have to play twenty five games to unlock it. So I'm just kind of grinding through games right now to unlock that. Uh, they didn't add any new maps that I think of, but they added more stuff to the Spec Ops mode. Okay. Uh, which I've never played because that's more meant to be played co-op. And yeah. I don't have anyone else to play it with, and I don't want to just play with some rando. Fair. Yeah. Nice. What about you, John? What did you play this week? So I got an Apple TV because I won one in like a raffle for work. It's pretty good raffle prize. <clears throat> yeah, I it's a pretty say. awesome raffle prize. Yeah, like, is it like a new one, or is it like an older model? Fuck if I know. Yeah. It's an Apple TV on it. Yeah, I mean, was it like the four? Did they have a four K one? I think they have a four K one. Yeah. I mean, it was bought recently, so I would assume. Yeah, they, must, the they probably would have bought it for the okay. raffle specifically. Yeah, I mean, I have an Apple TV, but it's like an old one, and it yeah. works like shit because of the standard. Like, oh, we like keep updating it so that it runs worse and worse and worse yeah. every time. So you can go buy a new one. Yeah. I mean, I would assume it's probably the latest model. Yeah. Um, but it like hooked up seamlessly, or not seamlessly, but pretty quickly with my um, PS4 controller. Mm-hmm. Um, so I signed up for Apple Arcade because that's kind of what I was waiting for was like a way to use a controller. Yeah. Yeah, because you've been putting that off because you wanted to try it, but yeah. you couldn't use a controller on your computer, yeah. and you didn't just want to play with a controller on your phone. Right. Well, and then I found out that I could use it on my computer, but I would have to upgrade <coughs> to the new OS. Which would fuck with your computer because of the thing that joe just said where they constantly update your things to work worse yeah well and like my laptop's from 2016 yeah so like and it's it runs perfectly fine i love my laptop but i like but the more you update yeah, it the i'm worse just gonna it let it get. it's gonna sit um so i got an apple tv signed up for apple arcade which is like i've been kind of wanting to do for a while um so i downloaded a bunch of games that are i wanted to play and i started off with um skate city which was like a side-scrolling skate game that kind of uses the skate like ps3 game or, yeah. you know 360 game controls where you use this the right stick to do tricks but you also use the left stick to do tricks and like you push with x and then you use the bumpers for grinding yeah it, it's a lot like ollie ollie yeah which I don't, have you played i don't know if i you did played that. yeah okay, yeah 
It's a lot. It's much much easier than Ali Ali though. Like Ali Ali at least had like that one's all about precision. The precision too. and yeah. like this one like you can fucking pull off any trick. Um, so like I played a bunch of that like from the get go, but then I got like pretty far in it. I was just like, okay, I'm kind of done. Like it doesn't really have a destination. And it looks like poop. So, like, the character's just, like... You can make yourself in it, but you don't look very... You don't look very interesting as Joe dies. Um, so, like, you can get currency and stuff like that to unlock new places. But it's all just a straight line. So, yeah. like, the new places don't really it doesn't do matter. anything. Is um, there, like, more obstacles in different places? Like, does it change up what you have to deal with in the straight line? Or is it basically just, like... It's a rail, and then it's a jump, and then it's yeah, a rail. Yeah, sometimes and then it's there's a like little and... dippy areas okay. that are kind of like hills, and like there are challenges and stuff. And like one of them is like escape the cops, which again okay. is just like a kind of a rip off of skate. Yeah. Um, but like there's no way to really go faster, so like I just had to like it was just by luck. I did it like five or six times, and then finally like the sixth time I got it. Um, so that was not great. Um, and then I downloaded, um, ultimate rivals, the rink, which is the like multiple sports game, hockey game thing. Yeah. Um, and that's also super easy. Like I played it on the easy mode. Oh, here we go. To Another start guy off here. Every game's too easy for him. You're rubbing off on him, Joe. I don't like this. Oh, the tables have turned. <laughs> so you start off on, on easy mode, of course. Cause like John, the God of mobile games, it, uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, tries to let you, get used to the controllers or whatever yeah but it has like the same problem with like a lot of hockey games do where like generally if you shoot in one part of the rink and find like the the hole in the ai that you automatically score just from that area so it's like right above the left circle like and you pretty much every single time as long as you hit the top corner it's just a goal so like the first game i played it was like 16 to 0 and i was just like fun yeah. when that happens like it's cool that you score and if this was online maybe you have a better sense of like accomplishment yeah but in a single player experience it's just like ugh, do i just not use it and struggle or do i just win automatic like, and that's really what it was i was yeah. just like i'm not really having fun i bumped it up to medium it got a little bit more difficult mm-hmm. the ai of the other team is not that great so like still i was winning shootouts the whole time or shutouts the whole time yeah but like I wasn't scoring as many goals. Um, the The sound of the game is really bad. There's like really no soundtrack. Um, the The like sound for scoring it happens like it's just it. It's all very repetitive. It's very much a mobile game. Um, but I was like excited to play with other sports people. Yeah. Um, so there's like basketball people. There's football people. There's baseball people. Um, and they all have their own mo like moves. And mm-hmm. I thought those moves were gonna be like depending on the type of people they were, but it's just depending on the sport. So like football people, regardless of what position they play in the football, all have the same thing where they just tackle people. So it's really weird to have a quarterback just fucking tackling the shit out of people. Yeah. Um, the basketball people uh, like drop a, like a ring of fire on the ground, which I have no clue what that has to do with basketball at all. On fire. fire. It's like NBA Jam. I, I suppose, but like they jump in the air and then they drop to the ground and then there's a ring of fire around them. Yeah, they're on fire. No, but, like, around the ring. It's not even around them. Like, they just drop around a circle of fire. Yeah, just, like, a, around the rim of NBA Jam. That's the that's the only comparison I that I can make to it. <clears throat> Otherwise, I don't really think there's any other connection. And then the baseball people, again, regardless of their position, they just throw baseballs really fast at other people. So, like, you can, like, knock out players and stuff. Well, at least in that, like, 
regardless of what position you play, everyone's you can, throwing. Everyone can throw a, a baseball. Yeah. So that um, at least makes more sense. And then the hockey people all hold up a Stanley Cup and skate around and freeze the other players. Okay. So like this all sounds neat, but none of this has to do with scoring. So like when you're playing single player. And you do you activate the thing. You're like, okay, now I'm just going around freezing the AI as the puck sits there, like because the other player is not you. Can so, you switch to like? Can you activate that and then switch to another player so that guy goes around freezing no. everybody and now you can try to score? No. Weird. Yeah. So like, it's it would be cool if you were playing with someone else in your team and maybe they could take over and score at that point. Maybe. The only thing I found beneficial about that was if you play the baseball guy. You can just fucking pelt the goalie repeatedly, mm. like repeatedly, and then the goalie will be down by the time you get it back. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it wasn't as like I was hoping it was gonna be really fun, and it just it was just too easy to the point where it wasn't fun, and then like none of the stuff made sense, and I was like, oh, I'll just go and unlock more people so I can like know like who these people are, and like there's like lots of WNBA people, which means lots of UConn players, which is nice. Yeah, that's cool. Um. And then, like, I locked a bunch of f- football players that I knew. Um, I don't know baseball anymore, so I un- unlocked two people in the um, MLB, but I didn't know who they were. Mm-hmm. Alex Rodriguez. Uh, no, nope. it was that's, not A-Rod. That's all I know. Hmm. Um, but my guess is they're nice going to try and make more of these, because this is called Ultimate Rivals the Rink. So I'm oh, guessing... So based the, the field, the, the field, court, the, court, yeah. the gridiron or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then I downloaded Sayonara Wild Hearts, which was something that I was like looking forward to um, based on all of like the like prestige it had gotten. With yeah, because it was nominated for a bunch of awards. Yeah, like year, four right? game awards or yeah. something like that. And it's just like an endless runner. It's kind of not great. Um, like it looks, it visually looks really nice. But, like, the way it was pitched was, like, it's a rhythm game, but it has nothing to do with rhythm. Like, like things will occasionally pop up on the screen, and, like, a circle will go around it, and you have to hit a button at the time. But it doesn't have anything to do with the rhythm. Because I was trying to, like, hit it to the rhythm, and it kept, like, giving me, like, a bad, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, But it's just one of those games where, like, you have to get the stars as you, you know, f- drive or run or fly or whatever mm. in the d- said direction that you're doing it. Um, and I mean, it looks nice. It's kind of got that like retro neon theme going on, but I mean, it, it's pretty much substanceless, which is disappointing, but I'm glad I didn't spend money on it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, shining rain and all of this is Rayman. Um, I downloaded Rayman, Rayman mini, um, which is just fucking Rayman on like mobile or on, in this case on the TV. Uh, where but it's like the the levels that run for you, mm-hmm. so you don't get to choose um, like when to jump and when to move and stuff like that. Once you hit the the button, you, the character just starts running, and then you have to choose when to jump and when to like hover. Um, but it's kind of like um, the Mario Runner game where like if you hit a wall, you go the other direction. Yeah. So you're always running. Um, yeah. So it's Mario Run. Yeah, it's pretty much Mario yeah. Run, but Rayman themed, which yeah. is fucking great. I, I love, like Mario Run. I love the Rayman games. I love the the sounds and the soundtrack and the all everything about it. So I, I played the crap out of that today, um, trying to get all the lums, little collectibles, mm-hmm. and then to get the new skins and stuff like that. Um, but there's some other stuff on there that I'll probably play. I really like the Sega All Stars Transformed game. Uh, oh, Sega, the Sega Racing All Stars Transformed or whatever. 
and that's on there. I don't know if it's a mobile version or if it's like the actual game itself. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it must be mobile, but then also like it's supposed to be more than just mobile experiences, so maybe it's better. I honestly don't know. Yeah, like a lot of the stuff I've seen on there, these are just mobile games. Like, well, I mean that's what it is because they have to be at the very least playable on your phone and downloadable on your phone, so they can't be. It's not like, you know, Project X Cloud or Stadia where these are running on some server somewhere yeah. so they can be more beefed up versions. These have to ultimately be phone games because they have to be playable on the iPhone. Yeah. None of them are like not playable on iPhone must have Apple TV or must have Mac. They're all playable across all of them, right? I guess. Yeah. So I mean I mean when I put when I started playing Skate City it said I had to hook up a controller. Yeah, you still might have to play with a controller, but it still has to be able to run on an iPhone. Yeah. Like, it still has to be able to run on a smaller processor item as opposed to, like, oh, this is specifically computer only as a part of the Apple Arcade subscription. Mm. So, But yeah. there was still, like, stuff that had come out. Like, Cyanar Wild Hearts was on the Switch. Uh, they had Cat Quest 2, which has been on, like, all of the consoles and yeah. stuff like that. So there are games that are not just beefier like mobile, mobile versions of stuff yeah it just happened to be the things i played were all mobile versions of or like mobile very clearly mobile games not mm-hmm. just mobile versions so i i don't see myself carrying my you know five dollars into the next month even though there's a hundred some odd games i'll probably yeah. just like get the snippets of the ones that i want and get my impressions of it and then just be done and then like if there's something i liked out of there at least i'll you know I may buy like Rayman Legends or, or the Rayman mini game. Yeah. Um, but they kept during the Rayman mini game the like the, during the loading of the next level, it kept saying like there's unlimited tries, so like repeat a level over and over again. Whereas I think if it wasn't part of Apple Arcade, you would have that like you have to wait 24 hours for yeah. your energy to or reload or gems. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's probably where you're paying for the five dollars a month. For all of these games, you're going to get the unlocked versions of all these games, whereas you're not going to get the, like, you have to get stamina so you can try a level again sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's nice, especially for the Rayman game, because I'm a sucker for having to collect everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. I, I, there's, I have 96 other games from <laughs> to, to give a shot. There are some other things that looked interesting that I'll probably try. There was, like, a... Um, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like a, a match three game, but it's not like a match three. It's a match as many as you can. Um, and like a, a dude comes out and like cuts, they're like monsters and cuts them up and they like splatter. And it kind of looks like a, a, like old adult swim graphics where it's like gross and sketchy sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that looked fun, but I just didn't have the time to play it. Nice. Yeah. So that's all I played this week was just Apple arcade things. What about you? Uh, well, there was a new trailer this week for uh, the revival of Star Wars The Clone Wars, uh, so I've got myself neck deep in Battlefront 2. I've just been playing Supremacy. Wait, Capital. the revival for Clone Wars? Yeah, the new season of the Star Wars The Clone Wars is coming on Disney Plus starting at the end of February. There's a new season to it? Yeah. There is now. Yeah, there's Yeah, there's going oh. to be. Or there will be. <laughs> Well, yeah. So where does this does this pick up like after Rebels? or No, Rebels takes place just before... <clears throat> Uh, New Hope. So this takes this place Clone during Wars. Clone Wars. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's yeah, right. it's a continuation of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, the old cartoon. Network I was just because like Rebels picks up even it's years later, but it continues that story. In yeah, a sense, where yeah. like you find out like adult Ahsoka and what she's doing in in Rebels. So yeah, so the the trailer for those that didn't see it has a lot of Ahsoka. So you find out kind of what 
her deal was and maybe why she's not around during Revenge of the Sith or any of the live action stuff. There's a ton of Darth Maul stuff. So you can see some of his exploits and things he gets up to. So fan favorite characters there. Uh, it looks like even maybe Kanan from Rebels might be in this as well as like a little kid with his when he was still a Padawan. But that comes out. So I, you know, I've been playing. I've been like playing here and there Battlefront 2, but I played so much of it this week because uh, Capital Supremacy, the, the mode in the game is basically just Clone Wars era stuff. So I felt it was appropriate to play that. And then I went and bought all of these prequel era star wars Game Boy advance game so i'm fully ready for anything prequel related in terms of star wars but it's just a really fun mode uh it's you know you got to capture the spawn points and hold them for long enough to get 100 percent of your meter filled and then when you do that you go to a ship in space and you have to capture another point and then once you do that then you have to destroy uh some targets and it's basically just like wave after wave of people coming at you or you trying to go at them to destroy these things and it's just a lot of fun you know and if you fail like if you get to the ship and you fail either one of those next objectives you go back to the control point part of the game so it's basically like a tug of war because each team is trying to get the control points move to the ship beat those two things so it goes back and forth but if you lose and go back then you automatically start out at a disadvantage with the control points like the other team has three and you have two that's the way um the plants versus zombies garden warfare game is hmm. that's why like that game's so much fun because yeah. it's like the same thing you just constantly you're like all right one more okay one more like i'm not all right, yeah. i'm not going out like that no one more one more yeah gears had another uh gears judgment had a mode that like that was exactly mm-hmm. like that too yeah i really like it i mean mm-hmm. it's a little bit further than a typical like assault style you know capture the nodes or capture the control points or the spawn points or whatever uh, but it's just a lot of fun uh i mean i really like that game i know it got a lot of flack and i don't really care about the cosmetic aspect of it so i don't really care about the loot crate part of it but the game itself is super fun so i continue to enjoy playing that uh, and i've been playing a bunch of it this week so i'm nice. full Fully Star wars up, even though I thought I would be done Star Warsing. I'm at least... After the... Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah, not because of Rise of Skywalker, but just because, like... Well, like... The it's, lead it's up to over, it... over, so... Yeah. The lead up to it was a lot of Star Wars. Watching all the movies, reading comics. Yeah. I felt like, alright, I'll probably be done, but then... Seeing the movie was supposed to be the capper, and then yeah. you were going to move on to other stuff. Yeah. And now I got eight more games to play. <clears throat> yeah, and so I, yeah, I got a bunch of prequel era games here. I'm really excited for Yoda Chronicles. <laughs> So full review next week. Yeah, maybe we'll see. We'll see if I even can play more than five seconds. <laughs> but yeah, I just played a bunch of Battlefront this week, getting ready for uh, Clone Wars coming up at the end of February. Mm. So that should be fun. Um, but we'll continue talking a little bit about Star Wars, which is completely surprising because I didn't think that would be the case here in almost February. But uh, our first story in the lightning round, not lightning round, uh, is KOTOR related. Now, this is a series that has been people have been clamoring for. A sequel or any kind of new KOTOR game for what fifteen years now? Like, well, I mean, they had the the old the Republic. MMO, well, yeah, the yeah, MMO. they have the old Republic. MMO, Two MMOs, but people have been actually. wanting a proper sequel, yeah, something a proper in the, KOTOR. Oh uh, yeah, proper Knights of the Old Republic game. Because what two came out in two thousand four? I yeah, honestly, I, Somewhere I didn't in play that any range? of them. So because they were both original Xbox games. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. and Xbox three hundred and sixty came out in oh five. Yeah, so, it so like that. yeah, so somewhere I think 2004, if I recall, uh, was the last one. And the current rumors now say that there's going to be another game in the franchise, though this one's going to be a bit different because it's not a remake. 
which many thought was possible. Like just, you know, throw some new graphics in there, tweak the controls maybe a little bit, make it a more modern game, and you've got yourself a big hit right there. Uh, it's not technically a sequel either because it's something wholly different, which is something new that I don't think a video game has really done before, whereas it's going to be both a remake and a sequel where it's going to take elements of both KOTOR 1 and KOTOR 2 and put them together into one game, retool the story a little bit to make both games now part of the Star Wars canon yeah. again. Guess what I was going to say, the old ones aren't canon anymore. Yeah, so were... like, you can't make a sequel to a game that technically doesn't exist in the world? Well, you could. It just ha- it would have to have the legacy tag on it. Yeah, so uh, everything when Disney bought Star Wars got decanonized. It's all Star Wars Legends now. Or yeah. Legends, not Legacy, uh, sorry. Yeah, it's all Star Wars Legends, so like they're, they're still good. You can still get those things. Like They're still fun stories that you they're can read. They're just not officially part of the story. Like. Yes. They, yeah, yeah. yeah they're and not... they all like, legit have a bar on the top that says like a Legacy or like, Legends, Legends or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I get that. It's just that like if you were to do that and make a sequel to those games, those ones would technically be Legends, so therefore they wouldn't be canon. So you would have to, like, remake them in order to make that stuff canon. I mean, you could call it non-canon. Like, you can just be like, here's KOTOR 3, it's not canon. But yeah. Disney and Star Wars like, and I mean, Lucasfilm want to make is, everything canon. Is, that like, comes Fallen Order now. considered canon? Yes. Yeah. Every single every single movie, game, comic, and book that have come out since 2015 when they, like, dumped every Like, they, I think they dumped everything in 2014. It was like, okay... Here is what exists in canon that is older than now. And that was the prequels, the original trilogy, and Clone Wars. The the series, not the Gendi Tartakovsky one. That one's not anymore. And the movie. Um, well, yeah, but that is just the first two episodes of the show, technically. The Clone Wars movie the you're CGI talking about? Movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just the first two episodes of the show. Oh, so okay. that's all like one thing. Yeah. Uh, or maybe the fifth and sixth episodes, depending on what order you want to talk about. Uh, with that show so well, that's like, where they introduce ahsoka so yeah but uh, like if there's a there's another order to watch them in and it ends up being like episodes four and five or yeah five like and the, six. the 16th episode of the first season the 16th episode of the second, second season, season of the first two, the first two and then it's watch. the movie and yeah. then it's like episode one of the series yeah um so all that stuff is the canon and then everything since then is official canon so like Battlefront 1, not really, because that's just multiplayer, but like the Battlefront 2 campaign, canon, Jedi Fallen Order, canon, any book that's come out. Which I saw a thing that apparently the main character from the uh, 2 campaign is going to be in The Mandalorian's second season. That'd be cool. Because uh, they like released a cast list and the actress from that was in the cast list and it listed her as playing that character. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so she's going to be like added. Yeah. Well, she's part of the canon like you said, but like now is going to be introduced more in depth into it instead of hmm. just inside. That's super awesome. Those games. I actually when I picked up out when I started playing Battlefront the other day, for some reason I wasn't connected to online and I realized that there's an extra story like DLC for the campaign which I didn't know about and never played. Hmm. So it's not it was free because all the content for Battlefront 2 is free. But I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, I mean, are you, are you guys interested in a KOTOR that's now canon? Sure. I, I, like I said, I didn't play the other ones. I didn't I've tried. The, I, didn't, I played the MMO a little bit. Same. Um, uh, and I was like, okay, but it's still just an MMO and I'm yeah. not an MMO person. Same. So like, I couldn't get into it too much. Uh, I did play a 
little bit of the first one, I believe, originally, and I just didn't find the combat very fun. Same. Yeah, because I've tried to play it. I never owned an Xbox, so I couldn't play it, but like, I think I own it on like my Android phone, which means that I have it on my tablet, and I technically have it on my TV, and I've tried to play it, and I just like I can't get into it. It doesn't control right for me, or I don't know if it's just because it's a mobile port. It's wonky. Like I have nothing to compare it to, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd be super down for this because I hear nothing but great things about both of those games. Did you play it? And just never got a chance to play it. Yeah, I played the first one. I don't remember anything about it other than it controlling really wonky. Um, but I mean, it. I enjoyed. I remember liking it and yeah. being like, "Oh, I'll play the second one." And then I bought the second one and I didn't touch it. Hmm. Um, yeah. I remember not liking them, and then I remember liking Jade Empire. And, like, and that's, that's what I was about that, to say too. Yeah, and that's I was like, Jade oh, Empire oh, okay, was great. So this is what's like fun about. Uh, Bioware games. Yeah, well, because Jade Empire had great combat. Yeah. And it was pretty much just Chinese KOTOR with good combat. Yeah. And then Mass Effect came out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll be excited for one that's now in lore and like a remake of both of them. Yeah. Well, and especially if it's, you know, graphics of now as yeah. opposed to just like, a oh, it's an upscaled Xbox original game, yeah. which I don't think anybody really wants. But yeah, they gave them away for free at some point. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you own both of them Probably. on your Xbox somewhere. Yeah, yeah. and I know um, Revan? Darth Revan. Is, yeah. like, a really popular character Correct. to Star Wars yes. fans. Yeah, they just came out with a Black Series figure of him. And, yeah, um, um, so I'm sure people will be excited for that character to be, like, officially canonized mm-hmm. again. Yeah, and they've done that. They've taken, you know, certain aspects of Legends. Yeah, I know them Thrawn, Thrawn is in Rebels. And he was like a very popular yep. uh, thing. Yeah, there's he was the like villain of the books, best books. Or there's two books in yep. about him now out. Plagueis. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty well, cool. Plagueis is in the movies. Yeah. Or mentioned. Yeah, have you ever heard the tale of Darth, Darth Plagueis, Plagueis the Wise? Lies. Yeah. Okay, good. Because I <laughs> otherwise I'd tell you. Just like everyone should know that. Yes. Uh, if you don't know that, you should look it up. Because mm-hmm. everyone should know the Google story. Those, Google those exact words. Yeah, I mean, he could do things that many would deem unnatural <laughs> so definitely look that up if you've not heard the tale of uh darth plagueis the wise uh so lightning round from a game that everyone's been clamoring for a sequel for to a game that no one on earth i don't think has been clamoring for a sequel for some people have probably asked but uh it's you know it's not i'm sure cries and screams fans. it's whimpers and like i mean maybe i guess if you want to i don't really care but could be fun maybe the makers no, I don't, even that I don't think. Uh, so this apparently is a thing, Joe. What what game am I talking about? Uh, do you remember the game The Order eighteen eighty six? I remember buying it for like three dollars because I thought it can't be as bad as everyone says it was, right? And then I remember never playing it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, was it worth the three dollars? Well, no, no, because I haven't played it. <laughs> well, it, it probably would have been worth the three dollars. Yes, yeah. that was the problem with the game. Not the sixty dollars that yeah. was wanting. To... It was paying me sixty dollars <laughs> to play the four-hour campaign that this game had. Yeah, yeah it was Heavenly was a... Sword Part Two, PS4 launch game. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember Heavenly Sword? Yeah. And yeah, shooting that, arrows was fun. And how that was also about four hours long. Yeah, but you could spend 18 hours just shooting arrows and guiding them with the six axes. That yep. was kind of cool. Yeah, was that a, it was, uh, I mean, not not uh, Heavenly Sword, but right, uh, The Order, it wasn't a launch game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. No, it was supposed to be, and it then was it got delayed, and then it, yeah, it came out like May of the following year or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It was supposed to be. 
All right. Uh, but uh, it looks like we potentially could be getting a sequel to the Order, uh, the, the Order, Order, the, the Order, the Order 1886. Uh, Is it going to be 1887? It, I mean, it probably should. <laughs> How many, years, how many years has it been? Can they just add those? Like it's been what, like five yeah. years since that game? Because it'd be the order. Order eighteen ninety four. Yeah, something like that. Reorder eighteen eighty nine. Uh, oh god. But uh, yeah. Uh, so I mean, this is basically just a rumor uh, that uh, sprung sprung up on uh, NeoGaf from like one of those posters that has a track record of dropping, uh, like. Rumors that turn leaks. out to be true, yeah, mm-hmm. like it drops a leak that turns out to be true. Um, but it looks like uh, Ready at Dawn, which did say they were working on a, a new game to be coming out, uh, were working on something that was going to potentially be a PS5 and Xbox Series X uh, launch game for the systems. Um, maybe not launch, uh, but uh, for the new systems coming out. Uh, and the, the rumor is that it will be a sequel to The Order 1886, uh, which there it was supposed to be like a game that they were going to really build off the lore and like make a whole series for it. It just landed with such a thud that it yeah. obviously died off. So it might just be that they were like, all right, like if we're going to make this new game for this new system, like let's make the game that we really intended to make, the franchise that we intended to make, yeah. and they're trying to go back to that well. Um I, I played the game. I beat it. I played through the whole four-hour campaign. I think I actually played through it like two or three times just to try and like get all the trophies out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and didn't. Uh, but uh, it's not a terrible game. No, I heard the... It's like, just that it was really, really short. Yeah, I heard the story and the lore and the world building was great. But yeah, it was like essentially the, the weapons prologue. were really cool in the game. Yeah. I mean, it was st- like basically a very kind of standard like cover-based shooter yeah. you know it didn't really break new grounds in that aspect but like uh boss fights were pretty interesting and yeah the like the lore in the general world that it created was pretty you know i mean i wouldn't say i was like super into it like i can't wait for other ones but yeah. uh, at least it was kind of cool i feel like maybe other games have come along and kind of treaded on their territory a lot of like the you know dishonored and, and yeah dishonored vampire other things like that yeah um have kind of gone into that like future retro like victorian yeah, era world steampunk esque bloodborne stuff yeah. like that um so it might just be too well past that time for it to hit and it honestly has a very tarnished reputation yeah it's got an uphill battle for sure yeah they might be like better off kind of just rebranding yeah like going with a different name you know don't go with the order 1887 but go with like call it a spiritual successor if you have to you know just to be like if you liked it you'll love this if you hated it you could still like this yeah you haven't it's said in the same existence yeah or it's like it's still uh, got vampire or it's still got werewolves because that mm -hmm. was werewolves were the thing in this one um but uh yeah i mean so it's wolfenstein Wolfenstein didn't have werewolves. Didn't the like the sequels, the new ones have werewolves in them? They had like giant robot wolves. Oh, I don't know. I didn't like, play them. Werewolves. Mm. Um. Well, they like the early ones had like vampire, uh, like zombies and shit yeah. as well. But I don't. Maybe they were. I don't know. It's called Wolfenstein, so maybe they decided to go to that well and just say, "Oh, let's bring wolves into it." Um, werewolves. But uh, I like. I think it would be kind of interesting if they could. Um, 
pull like, it off. Pull off a, like a great yeah. comeback story kind of thing. Like yeah. I'm willing to give them a shot. I like Ready at Dawn. Yeah, like I love the Chains both. of Olympus games were fantastic. Yeah, Ghost of Sparta. Uh-huh. They did the Wii remake of Okami. Uh huh. So I uh, like they, they. At least they have like a decent pedigree, and they just kind of like I don't know, fucked up and dropped the ball really hard with this one. Yeah, someone let them get away with too short of a game. Like yeah. at no point should that have passed the smell test at Sony to be like, we're not guys. It's four hours. <laughs> did we're you not think charging this was a good idea. Yeah, like yeah, this can't be. This can't be four hours. Like you need to do more. Like we'll push it off a year, maybe. But like you got to do more yeah, here. Double it, please. Yeah. So I'm surprised that it got as far as it did. But yeah, I, I mean, everybody loves a good comeback story. Everybody looks at, loves an underdog, uh, right? So I guess they've got a shot. Hmm. Especially if it wows. I mean, people might not buy into it right away because they got burned last time. But if they acknowledge the failure of the first game, you can build on that to build up equity for people to buy into a second game mm-hmm. like listen we know where we fucked up we know it was too short we know it wasn't fleshed out enough we know that it introduced ideas that we just didn't get to pay off and we know that and we're going to fix it and we're going to do better for the second game could just be lip service it could be a thing that they actually do but i guess uh time will tell on this one mm. Uh, all right and also we could just be hurting for something to play on the new systems at the time true exactly so uh all right lightning round uh splinter cell was in the news potentially looking at a revival there because uh one of the key factors in previous splinter cell games has returned to ubisoft uh yeah um did we have we talked about the like ubisoft saying they're restructuring and uh, yeah because there's too much sameness yeah so they're, they're trying to like re not, not, not reboot their games, Re-jigger. but like, yeah, yeah. Uh, breathe a little bit new, fresh life into them instead of just remaking the same games over and over again. Correct. Nothing says breathing new, fresh life into it than bringing on old people who made older games. Well, but at least yeah. those were different styles of games than what we currently get with a lot of the go to a place, climb a tower, open the area, do the mission, go to another place, climb a tower, like the Watch Dogs and the Assassin's Creeds and the... Tom Clancy, uh, Ghost the other Recon, ones that yeah, uh, Wild do that. Lands Breakpoint and... Wildlands. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Maxime Belend mm-hmm. uh, has gone come back to Ubisoft. Uh, he was the guy who uh, was the head of the Splinter Cell games, the last two Splinter Cell games. So he is... Uh, proficient at breathing new life into stale franchises. The last came two back... games are my favorite Splinter Cell games. Uh, that's what I was going to say. So you're saying, like, oh, bring back an old guy, but this is a guy that bred life and made Splinter two of Cell. your favorite games. Yeah. So, like, he knows how to come in and put a fresh spin on yeah. a, a staler franchise. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, at that point, like, th- th- those were the sixth and seventh Splinter Cell games. Really? Because it was Splinter Cell 1, 2, 3, Conviction... Double agent. Double agent. Yeah. Uh, maybe there was another one in there, but yeah. So these were the the ones that were essentially kind of like the soft reboot to the franchise, where like old grizzled Sam Fisher. Well, he came, kind of became younger, but also wasn't. But as also, old. it was like the yeah. same sequel because they talked about things that happened in the other games. Yeah. So it's like, oh, he looks younger, but he's still older. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, conviction. Did I say conviction? You did. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, um, oh, no, Conviction was the new remake. That was the first of the remakes. Well, it was... It was Conviction and Blacklist. Blacklist, yeah. Yeah, were the, the two last ones. Which, I mean, we're saying, like, the 
those are still like eight years old at this point. Yeah, those are still 360 games. Yeah, so yeah, they're still the older games. In like 2011 or 12 or something like that. Yeah, so it's been a long time since we've gotten like new Splinter Cell games, period. Yeah. So Ubisoft wants to breathe new life into the franchises. They don't want them to be as samey. Uh, and also, potentially, we're getting a new Splinter Cell, which would just be great because it's been so long yeah. since we've had a Splinter Cell. Yeah, that's a franchise people love. Yeah, and I also so. really liked those remakes, but I also really liked regular Splinter Cell yeah. as well. So, um, if if he's coming to maybe, you know, maybe he's just coming to make a new Splinter Cell. Maybe he's coming to, like, kind of oversee this new, fresh reboot thing that they're going to be doing. Yeah, all sounds like good news to me. In general. But, um, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, hopefully this all works out. Um, because, yeah, I, like Ubisoft really could use some help right now because the last couple of games they have put out have not done very well. No. But, like, even the Assassin's Creed games are good. And they're some of the better games in the series in recent years. Like, I know they didn't necessarily perform as well, but like Origins and Odyssey were Origins, good. Origins, I know, did pretty good. I think Odyssey was, it did get like the, oh, it just kind of feels exactly like that one. Yeah. Um, uh, Division 2, not good. Um, uh, Breakpoint, not good. Uh, as of right now, they're just kind of like coasting on Rainbow Six Siege. Vegas or uh, Siege, Siege, yeah, yes. like Siege updates and all that stuff. Um, but, uh, either way, if I get a new Splinter Cell, I'm going to be happy. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, all right. Lightning round. Uh, we got a game that normally games for whatever reason from time to time will leave their online infrastructure marketplace. You can't buy them anymore. A lot of times it's rights issues where, you know, if it's a licensed product, the, whoever had the rights for that game don't have them anymore. Saw this with like Ninja Turtles and Scott Pilgrim and all these different things. Uh, but not very often do we see games come back. Uh, we got a game coming back to the online marketplace for the Xbox. Yeah, uh, I believe we talked about it when this originally came off the marketplace. Um, but uh, Alan Wake has returned to the uh, Xbox uh, marketplace. Didn't somebody recently buy the rights to the uh, Alan Wake series? Uh, no, I think they, they announced that they're making a new one. I thought someone bought the rights to the game again. Not THQ Nordic, but like someone else bought the rights to them, and then I like jokingly made the like hope that they would make another one. Uh no, because um uh fuck what the hell's the name? Uh, Remedy Remedy said that they were working on another one, and they're the ones that made the other ones. So it's not anyone else that owns it. Hmm. Um. Uh, but um, I, th- I thought it was like was it a music right or something that they just didn't bother wanting to like. I think that it was originally like a soundtrack issue or something where they took it off and they just didn't like care enough to uh, like invest the money or the time to like remove something. So they just like took it off. Beats I don't me. remember. I do remember it being. It was in like 2007 that, or 17 that it came yeah. off. So it's been a in couple July, years. In July, Remedy Entertainment has revealed that it reacquired the publishing rights for Alan Wake. So it oh, so lost, they lost it. Yeah. Oh. We talked about this in probably in July. Um, so that's why oh, okay. they had lost the rights Remedy to publish it, it. And I know Remedy made it, so I was like, oh, okay. No, they had lost the publishing rights, and so they reobtained it in July. Oh, okay. Oh, that's weird. So I that's why it's now back on the store. I don't remember that being a thing that happened. Yep. Oh. Uh, I, I knew there was some like sort of dispute, dispute over rights of something. I oh, it was. It like was right or so something. they developed it. Uh, Microsoft published it. Uh, Microsoft had the publishing rights. Remedy has recent, well, now since July, has bought the rights 
from Microsoft, so now they are allowed to republish it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I knew it was something about rights. I thought it was like music rights or something. No, but, it says uh, it's yeah, it was uh, just the licensing rights. Yeah, its publishing Microsoft. rights were were previously owned by Microsoft. All right. Um, so yeah, yeah. So like I said, I knew Remedy was working on a new Alan Wake game. Um, so I just kind of figured it was probably them being like, okay, like we're working on this new Alan Wake game. We want to increase the hype for it so we want people to be able to go back and play the older one because like if you are trying to build up hype you kind of want people to want to revisit the older stuff so like i figured they would want to go back and say all right we want to make sure people can go back and play the first game Mm -hmm. we want to make sure people can go back and play american nightmare um so that's why they were probably trying to get this all ready Uh, i know that they're like kind of riding high on control right now so i'm sure they're you know really thinking about this next game that's coming out. Um, mm-hmm. I really like the first Alan Wake game. Admittedly, I'd never beat it. I've never beat it either. <laughs> it's a game that I really, really enjoyed. I really thought was interesting. I found like the combat stuff, but I remember getting to a point that was just really fucking hard mm-hmm. and being like, I just can't fucking beat this level. Uh, I'm going to put it down. I'm going to come back to it. And then I never came back to it. Well, and then they put out that like the mini sequel, the American nightmare. Yeah. Uh, which I also really liked. But I did beat American Nightmare. Well, because you can beat it in two hours. Yeah, it was short. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I I own a physical copy of Alan Wake. And you gave me the like collector edition. Yeah, box. I used to have the collector edition of it. Yeah. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> so, like, I already owned a physical copy of it. So, I could have just gone back and played that one if I wanted to. Um, but you don't like having physical things because you got to change discs. No, I mean, I own a physical copy of the game. I just didn't own the collector edition. No, but I'm saying, oh, yeah. like, now you can buy it digitally because you don't want to get up and put a disc in. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's backwards compatible. It is. How, oh, else, is would it? It, how else would it be on digital rights? Like, the Xbox store is done. Uh, I mean, you can download stuff on the Xbox 360 digital store. Yeah, but everything that's on the digital store is backwards compatible. No. Not necessarily the 360. No, anything that you can buy on the Xbox 360 digital store is backwards compatible. Yeah, so I mean, uh, the, the Xbox, Xbox One's one, digital store is backwards compatible. this could just be returned to the 360 one. I thought, uh, I, whatever. Yeah, I, I think, I, I'm saying, like, put on, like, turn your 360 on and go to the store and download it from there. I don't know if it's on the Xbox One's digital store. I think it was a Games of Gold game at one point, too. That's possible. Hmm. Um, but uh, I've always talked about like my key fear when it comes to buying digital games is that those games can disappear at any time. It would have to be because it's a Microsoft game. Well, a lot of times, if you have it saved on the system, you still get to play it. You just oh, can't yeah. delete it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still a fear, a legitimate one. But... Well, it's, yeah, I mean, you know, say I had bought it a long time ago before yeah. it took got taken off the marketplace in 2017. You know, and I didn't think to re-download it yeah. kind of thing. I recently saw um, the Tetris game on the iPhone is being taken off the marketplace. I did see that, yeah. And it's being taken off the marketplace and also just made so that it can't play. <laughs> like, the thing that they put out said, like, the game will no longer be playable after uh, this date. And I was like, what? <laughs> Weird. Yeah. I don't know, like maybe it has to like run off of something off of their server that they're not going to bother maintaining. Mm-hmm. I don't like to, it needs to connect to that or not, but uh, yeah, the the constant fear of like so what happens if this game just disappears and now I'm just losing this game that I I bought. Um, so it's nice to see something come back, like you said. Yeah. Now it is backwards compatible, by the way. Okay, I did look it up. All right. 
Yeah, I wasn't sure. I, I wasn't sure if they didn't bother making it backwards compatible because it went off the marketplace. Right? No, my thought is probably most Microsoft, if not all Microsoft published things, are backwards compatible. Yeah. Because it's their own game. It'd be stupid not to. Oh, yeah, but I didn't know if that's yeah, like that after rights, or before. Yeah, now that the rights the have reverted back to Remedy. Yeah. Uh, there you go. All right. Uh, lightning round. We like to talk about lawsuits here. And for the first time in a while, this is a lawsuit not regarding Fortnite. I'm suing you. Whoa, hey, wait a minute. No, 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 no. I'm no. suing you for suing him. Damn it. I'm suing the both of you. Shit. For a breach of being in my house get out <laughs> um but yeah I normally it's, that privilege no uh, normally it's Fortnite, uh where it's somebody stole a dance and just recently i saw like be careful what dances you put in your tiktok video because if it goes viral it'll end up as a Fortnite dance and you won't own shit uh so be careful just gotta put like a tm in the title yeah i guess um but uh nintendo was involved in a lawsuit that they actually won i know big corporations almost never win lawsuits nintendo wins pretty much all of theirs though no, but no, no companies ever win. It's always the little guy that's winning those lawsuits. Almost always. Uh, what, no. what little guy are we talking about here? No, none of them. No, they, they just don't have the money. But Nintendo won a lawsuit. Um, Joe, I think you got the details on this one. Do you think they deserve to have won it? Uh, no. <laughs> well, what? Let's tell us what it is, and we'll see. All right. Uh, so it's Nintendo of Europe. Yep. Uh, which I mean, still is technically it's Nintendo. A, it's an arm of Nintendo. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo, you're, uh, we didn't, we didn't talk about this lawsuit originally, right? Like when it was going, I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't remember. We might've mentioned it, but it's been on for a while. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, recently, uh, had a case against them dismissed. Uh, the case was about, uh, returns on digital per or not returns on digital purchases, but returns on digital pre-orders. Yeah. So Can- people canceling that, digital pre-orders. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So people, uh, who had pre-ordered digital games, uh, were unable to cancel their pre-orders for Correct. them. Um, and they, Which is true of most companies. Like I'm pretty sure PlayStation is the same way and Xbox is the same way as well. I don't, I've never really looked into I don't think it. you yeah. actually I don't get pre-order to on the... pay for things when you pre-order them except for on Nintendo. Oh, okay. So they, they don't... like I think I pre-ordered like, DLC and it? stuff like that and yeah. they don't charge you until it actually comes out. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, people trying to cancel pre-orders for games were unable to do it so they had a class action lawsuit against Nintendo uh, to sue them for the rights to be able to cancel their games uh, and therefore get their money back because if you can't cancel it they will charge you when it does come out yeah um, I, I mean like why not I guess is ultimately my thing like yeah, what games, was... it's, it's a digital thing there's no physical thing like I, I don't understand why it should not be easy to cancel. Like, yeah, it's I know like it's they're just losing that... out on a cartridge or yeah, it's not having like... to ship it to you. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it's just a digital, like, switch on off. Like, you own this, you don't own this kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So it should be incredibly easy to just say, I don't want this anymore, cancel pre-order. Um, it's not like they're making them to allocation. It's not like they're no. using this to determine how many physical copies of a game they should make. It's just a digital thing. It has no physical tangible reality to it other than the money transaction which also is technically digital anyways yeah so i don't know why it should not be easy to cancel things i know that they just want their money you know no matter what what was their argument does it say uh like for why they yeah for why they think that they should have been able to not let you cancel did they actually win or did this get thrown out Uh, it was dismissed which, which just means that like the the judge didn't believe the one version of the case which would seem weird that 
you if you went in and were like, yeah, I, I pre-bought something and then wanted to not pre-buy it before it came out and they told me no, like I didn't have a product yet, so therefore I should be able to, I can't imagine Judge being like, no, nice try, you're out of here, without Nintendo being like, yeah, but X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Does uh, it say what their stance was? Because you're right, if you don't, like, I guess even if you had the ability to like pre, like I say I pre-ordered it the day before and was able to pre-download it, then maybe then you could get the reasoning behind it to where it's like, oh, let me pre-download it. And then if I tried to cancel it, maybe you could right, technically get the product for or, free yeah. or somehow. But like if you turned your system off the internet, it wouldn't be able to check to see that you still had the license for it or something like right. that. Uh, but I don't, I don't know that that's how it works. Uh, I mean, their argument was basically just like, we are fully compliant with European laws relating to the uh, statutory rights of consumers. So oh. their argument was just, we don't have law. to. Like, yeah. we don't have to return it to you if we don't want to. Yeah, it's, okay. It's within, like, our peer view to just turn okay. not to return your things. Okay. Yeah, and in that case, the judge is probably just like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah they have the right to do it. not much you can do. It's, 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 it's there. It's written down on a piece of paper somewhere. Yeah, write your local parliamentarian. Yeah. And get them uh, to change it or something. Yeah. Um, I, I do know that uh, there were recent um, instances where, like, they went lenient on that. Yeah. I remember uh, when the um, Tokyo Mirage session thing where, like, they... Uh, oh, they used the Americans, like, screenshots. They used the edited... Well, they used the Japanese uncensored screenshots for the marketing, but were selling the um, censored version yeah. of the game. So they were like, okay, like, we we used misleading marketing, so, like, we will allow people to cancel their pre-orders right. for this game. Um, but... Um, I think like it was mainly based off of the Pokemon Sword and Shield backlash. Like mm-hmm. once it got announced that there was not going to be the full like Pokedex into it, yeah, a lot of people were trying to get their returns on that one. That's fair. So I think that's what sparked this because they were expecting to get like the fully fledged version of the game. They didn't at the time when they were pre-ordering it, they weren't thinking they were going to pre-order a like incomplete technically quote unquote version of the game from their point of view. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it wasn't advertised that way. Yeah. And and that's why they Nintendo was just like uh, yeah, no. <laughs> we know we're not going to like you you didn't do your you know due diligent research into this before purchasing it. Well, I guess this just leaves you to not pre-ordering digital things. I mean, there's no point in pre-ordering a lot of digital things anyway. Like, I mean, a lot of stuff still does, like, pre-order bonuses for digital games. I guess. You know, you want that extra skin or something like that. You know, I, I still got, like, the... I. Uh, no, wait, I bought that physically. I was going to say, I got, the, like, the, the orange lightsaber. and They also gave that away for free afterwards. Yes. Yeah, because like, last, like, last week they updated yeah. it. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, I was buying the game anyways, so it didn't hurt me to pre-order it. Sucker! Although I could have gotten learned something about the game. Oh, there's no lightsabers in this game? Damn it. <laughs> Can't cancel Sucker! But, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I still don't see why you shouldn't be able to cancel something like that. They're just following the law. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm sure if you were, like, ordering a physical copy from, like, Nintendo.com of a game, you probably could easily cancel that. So it's... It's probably much easier to cancel your physical copy of something it is than for the digital yeah. copy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is pretty kind of ironic. Well, because you don't pay for it in full. Yeah. I think you probably pay for them at the time you pre-order it digitally. Yeah, probably. I'm not sure. There you go. 
Uh, all right, uh, lightning round. Uh, PlayStation's been kind of branching out a little bit as of late, where they are not just keeping games restricted to their console. Uh, we've gotten games are available on PlayStation Now that were only PlayStation exclusive with like God of War and stuff. We've also seen recent uh, news of PC ports with regards to PlayStation exclusives. Uh, and that is what this piece of news is here. It's related to uh, The Last of Us 2. Possibly uh, coming to PC. Yep. Uh, Naughty Dog put out a job listing for a graphics programmer. Um, and on that, uh, it had requirements and skills section uh, list under the requirements skill section for it. Uh, it listed uh, that the person applying for this job should be uh, experienced in PC development, uh, DX12, and NVIDIA uh, graphics processor uh, development. So they looks like their Naughty Dog is definitely looking for somebody that uh, knows how to program stuff for PC. And I mean, with Last of Us Part Two coming out, people you know made the pretty easy assumption yeah. that they connected could... one dot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from I mean, this to it's possible like maybe they want to put out a pc port of last of us one maybe well and there's and there's or rumors collection? yeah and there's rumors of like uh you know a launch game for ps5 being another naughty dog like a new naughty dog franchise so maybe that gets a pc port uh you know at the same time depending on what the strategy is for you know, Sony with regards to the next gen, the way that like Microsoft is putting games on PC at the same time and stuff yeah. like that. So maybe they're trying to you know, build that architecture for it, uh, for this new franchise. But obviously the most logical thing is the next game that Naughty Dog is putting out, which is The Last of Us 2. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's good. Uh, the more ways that you get to play games, the better. But this is the same point that I've been making with Microsoft, whereas if you put your exclusive on the PC, you're not giving me any reason to buy your box. Nope. Yeah, I like, mean, I'm going to because I don't have a gaming PC. But yeah, but like, if you did own a gaming PC and now you can play PlayStation exclusive and Xbox exclusives, you would never need to buy. Never yeah. have a reason to buy another PlayStation or Xbox. No, unless the Xbox One X and the PS5 are just that powerful. Yeah, which I, I mean, I can't imagine they would be more powerful than any way that you could buy a gaming PC As or right upgrade now. your current one to have those like specs. Yeah, for roughly if the same better. price yeah. if not better yeah you're right um so yeah i don't know it's a weird thing i mean sony killed it this generation in terms of the competition and sales and every conceivable milestone you wanted to gauge against the xbox one so i don't see a drastic departure from a sales strategy for the ps5 including you know pc ports and stuff like that but i mean that's why i'm not a big wig in the video game business because i don't make those kinds of decisions so okay. if that's what they want to do then all power to them you know hopefully it works out just the way i hope it works out for microsoft i just don't know that it will if that's the case mm -hmm. and granted it may be a it comes out a year after or something like there's a huge delay gap to where it's like okay you can play our games on pc but you're gonna have to wait yeah As i mean if they're, the if they're just day. hiring people now yeah for this that probably doesn't mean it's going to be at launch date. That no. They're going to be cranking on a PC version of Unless it. it's the, the other game. Like, unless it's whatever their next game is, not mm. Last of Us. Like, this could be for a game that's, you know, nine months out as opposed to five months out or yeah. something like that. So, so there was a PC port of uh, Horizon, Horizon, I believe. God of War? Did God, God of War, War came on to PlayStation now, now, which which you can play, which you can on, play on PC. PC. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if they put out a like a PC version of Bloodborne, all hell will break loose. 
Oh, I don't No, Not at this point. Well, that, but that the Souls Blood, games are out. Huh? Well, Bloodborne was always the game that like PlayStation fanboys pointed to and said like at least we have Bloodborne. Yeah, it was like they're like this is why you own a PlayStation, and now if it's on PC, then like you're taking that bullet out of their chamber. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, it's also like three, four years later. True, so it's not. But like, it's still a very, very highly regarded. Oh, game. absolutely. I'm not diminishing the impact of how good how a game. Fucking dare you? Bloodborne is. I'm just saying if you're if you're having an argument with a between a PC gamer and a PlayStation gamer, and you're still hanging on, like, well, at least we've got Bloodborne. Uh, stop. <laughs> I guess like it seems like a weird thing to hang your hat on. And I mean, I, as a person that owns like every console that exists, I've never understood the console war mentality. Well. Because you have, but lots I have of money, all Joe. the money that I can buy, yeah. whatever. Yeah, system that's why you're the god of video yeah, games, yeah. so you've got it all. Yeah, so, makes sense. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, yeah, I, we'll see what it actually leads to. But uh, pretty cool, I guess. Especially if you're a PC gamer who does not want to jump in on a next generation of consoles, or don't want to like, like you had a PS3 and you played Last of Us, but you skipped PS4 because you built yourself a gaming PC, and now you can't play Last of Us Two without buying a ps4 like that's got to be good news for you there but i don't know i guess well it remains to be seen what this will actually mean whether it's a new franchise or last of us 2 uh lightning round still talking last of us though uh because uh we actually got screenshots this week from a canceled last of Us short film which i didn't even know was in development uh, I don't think a lot of people knew that yeah. this was in development. I wasn't sure if this was just some like, you know, all the Last of Us diehards knew it was on its way or were sad when it got canceled. Because I didn't even hear about it getting canceled. This was just a completely under the radar, quiet thing that existed, then didn't exist, and now exists to all of us. And it was meant to connect the, you know, it was meant to tell the story of Last of Us 1 to get people ready for Last of Us 2. Uh, but yeah, it, it was is a 20 minute short film uh made by a studio called oddfellow studio um and uh they you know they they pointed at like things like uh the blade runner uh, animated films and mm-hmm. uh the animatrix films and they said it was gonna kind of feed off of that with like the varying art styles um yeah. and uh yeah like you said it was supposed to retell uh the first last of us game in a short 20 minute you know, yeah, key elements and key, yeah, just everything that you need to know for the people that didn't play the first one. Yeah, basic. Which strokes. I don't know why uh, you would be buying Last of Us Part Two if you had never played Last of Us One. No, but that's a thing that people do. Where even if it's like, oh, I played Last of Us Two in twenty thirteen or Last of Us One in twenty thirteen. Yeah, like I could I probably use it, a refresher. But, yeah, exactly. on Things, but um, I don't want to go through and play those eight to ten hours again. I just want to be told but i also don't want to like read the wikipedia article or like watch the cutscenes on youtube or something like that like what i saw of them i really liked i thought it would have been a really cool thing uh i don't was there any confirmation about why they scrapped it uh not that i know of no it was just like hey it got canceled but here are the screen leaks and they looked cool like it looked like a fun art style i think it would have been a worthwhile you know endeavor to to have that kind of thing again not necessary whatsoever because if you really want to catch up you could read the Wikipedia article or just go watch the cutscenes on YouTube. I'm sure there's a super cut of the quote unquote last of us movie on a ton of different channels. If I had to guess, yeah, because it usually comes out for every game, but kind of sad. looked kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so I guess you'll just have to either not know the story before playing last of us two or do literally any of the other things that you can do. I'm sure there's plenty of YouTube, like, synopses yeah, yeah last of us in 20 minutes kind of yeah. thing where it just kind of or just like it takes all of the cutscenes and 
intersperses it with some gameplay to like create a quick narrative, you know, one hour movie as opposed to. Yeah, I mean, the one thing that would make this better than those would be that if this is an if this was an official Sony product, which I assume it was, they would take the most the elements that they would take would hint towards what's in last of us two or what's important from last of us one that you need to remember it's like when you'd watch an episode recap or a season recap for a show it doesn't tell you every single little story detail that may or may not have been important to the season it just tells you the quick hits of what you need to know before watching like the next episode of game of thrones it shows you clips from the different characters that are going to be important for this episode so I think that would have been something that would be a little bit more detailed as opposed to someone who's just threw together a, this is The Last of Us in 20 minutes. Here's what I think is important versus what Sony thinks is important for you to know going into Last of Us 2. Or well, and I Dog. think it was supposed to like bridge the gap too, not just yeah. be a retelling or like, you know, a synopsis, but tell the different like what happened between the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there would there would have been those elements too, which would have been nice. So kind of a shame that it uh, got canceled. Maybe they'll put out, like, you know, uh, storyboards or, you know, animatics of of it to be like, okay, here, we didn't finish it, but since there was such overwhelming support, like, here's what we had. Maybe something like that will come out in well, the meantime. Given the fact that they didn't actually say why it was canceled, there probably is some sort of, like, loss, not lawsuit, but, like, you know, they signed some rights that said that they're not allowed to talk about the project. They're like, well, we're not talking about it. We just showed some images. Yeah. Oh, it looks like the whole thing leaked. Yeah. Ooh. Oops. Yeah, exactly. So maybe we'll see something like that in the coming weeks. Uh, lightning Round, something animated that is coming, not canceled, at least not yet, uh, is a new project uh, on Netflix uh, from the Witcher universe, which is surprising, but not, considering that the Witcher was a very popular Netflix show. The, that what? none of us watched? <laughs> no, I didn't. But uh, I will eventually, probably. I know toss your coin, toss a coin to your Witcher is a big meme thing, and everyone loves the song. It. I don't know what it means. I, I have not heard it. I, I don't want to until I hear it in context. It is available if you. Wait, is it a song? Yeah, it's a yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't know it was a song. Yeah, I just thought like, it was um, like a quote from the show or something. No, it's like a tune. Like you can actually uh, listen to it on Spotify now oh, and like Apple okay. Music. So it is available if you... I've just heard the phrase. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, at this point, I've just heard the phrase. Yeah. Um, And I've seen, like, memes where there was one where it was, like, um, Jean-Ralphio from Parks and Rec, doing, like, the screaming yell, but it's like, toss a coin to your witcher! Uh, But I don't know anything about it. I just want to hear it in context when I eventually get around to watching that show. I don't Uh, know when that'll be, but... Yeah, uh, it was uh, originally uh, leaked um, on a Writers Guild of America... Uh, website mm-hmm. uh, that there was going to be something called Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf. Uh, it turns out it's an animated film uh, for Netflix. Um, it is being written by the people that write the show. Yeah. So uh, it's... And it's being developed by the studio that did uh, the uh, Avatar, Last Airbender, oh, yeah. yep, yep. and uh, The Legend of Korra. Yep. Um, it just seems kind of weird that like this is coming out so soon after the show. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to tie something together from the show. Maybe it's like a side story or, you know, maybe this will be a bridge the gap between season one and season two kind of thing. I don't mm. I don't know anything about the lore. And obviously, having not seen the show, I don't know where this could take place. But people seem to like it. It was, I guess, based on numbers that people approximate since Netflix doesn't actually give out viewership numbers. I saw one thing that said, like, it probably was watched by more people than The Mandalorian. But again, I don't know. 
it's possible just because more people sense. have Netflix. more people own like yeah Netflix has a what bigger viewer base eight year like built in you yeah. know subscription oh, base right now exactly of people who just forgot to cancel it over and over again for years at a time um, so I guess that's possible I don't know I mean obviously Mandalorian was everywhere and Baby Yoda was everywhere for the you know two months that it was out they've reprinted five hundred thousand copies of the books because of the yeah. like the hype built up from the tv show yeah so i mean good for them uh more content is great if for those that love it and it seemed like a lot of like i know it wasn't critically well received but fans seem to really really love it so i didn't finish it oh wait, so you did watch it what the witcher oh no the mandalorian is no, 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 yeah, oh no okay. yeah, i thought you were talking about the witcher oh yeah so i mean more content it's good netflix clearly believes in it which bodes well for more and more seasons of it if as long as people keep watching and the quality stays as high be pretty good and the i mean people love avatar and the legend of Korra, so yeah i mean i i never got into those shows i tried watching avatar i tried many times yeah i I gave that like the college try like three or four times and i don't think i ever made it past like episode five no is that one of those ones where like oh you really gotta wait till you get 30 episodes in and then it starts getting good i had friends that ranted and raved about how good the show is start to finish or is that like start at season two like season one just watch a recap they were just like oh avatar is the greatest thing ever Hmm. i mean this was before legend of Korra. this was like you know when avatar had just finished um, and yeah, I constantly kept hearing about how great Avatar is. And then also just the general zeitgeist of it on the internet of yeah. people always talking about how great that show is, but I just, I couldn't Can't make it. it. I could barely make it. Like I said, five episodes. The voice acting ruined it for me. Yeah. I didn't think the animation was that great. I'm sure it's something that got better. Like as the show got more popular and got more money for production and stuff as yeah. in the later seasons. But, and also I just didn't find it interesting. Oh. But the M.S. Shyamalan movie is fantastic. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of uh, whatever the fuck this podcast is. I killed Joe. Yeah. 152 episodes in and we're done now. Because John liked a movie. I did. So it's over. He's Um, being sarcastic. Yeah, obviously. Nobody. Please, for the love of God. I mean, don't ever, don't ever attribute me with liking that movie. (laughs) I know you like that movie. It's fine. It's no Dragon Ball Evolution, which is the greatest movie ever. But yeah, I stand by it. Greatest movie. Did you actually see that? No, of course not. Oh, I was gonna say, like, why what? would why would you ever watch that? Okay, exactly. So that was that was before your time. We we went as a like group at GameStop back in the day when we worked there. Oh. Everybody went to go see that when that came out in the theater. We knew it was gonna be bad. Oh, okay. yeah, it, it was. It was. It was. I mean, just based going, on the trailers, we well, knew it was Ch- gonna be terrible. Well, was really hoping it was gonna be good. Yeah, he had, he has rose colored glasses on everything. <laughs> I mean, he didn't leave thinking it was good. No, but he was excited for it. Mm. Well, there you go. Uh, I don't know how to segue out of that because we talked about <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution for some reason. Um, lightning round. Oh, talking about movies makes sense because there you go. Uncharted, the movie, it's back in the news. It was just back recently. Did it lose another director? Uh, no. Uh, not since the last one it lost. I think. Have we gotten a new one since the last one? I don't think so. No. Because uh, yeah. we, we pitched who we would want to see take over as director, but they never announced a new director. Correct. Okay, I wasn't uh, sure and, where we uh, got it's probably here. because Clean they just announced now. that it was delayed. Yeah, so Travis Knight left the project uh, a few weeks ago. This was 
over like the Christmas, New Year's holiday. So Joe, your first episode back, we would have talked about it. Um, but yes, it got delayed because without a director, it makes it very hard uh, to hit your release date of December 2020, given that we are now almost in February 2020. <laughs> and, you know, shooting really schedules, sh- yeah. right. uh, vis effects. You know, just the whole movie making process can't really be done in nine months. I mean, there's no script for it either, is there? There's got to be a script, but every new director that comes on has to like, probably has to, punch it up and yeah, make yeah. it kind of fit their style. Yeah, so there's probably six or seven versions of the script floating around, given the various directors and people attached to it. So, I mean, anybody that comes in will have to read through all of those and pick the best elements and smash them all together and do whatever they want. But, uh, and the weird part is, is this delay is not long, given that they still don't have a director because the movie was supposed to come out in December 2020 and now has a release date of uh, March 5th, 2021. So three months. Yeah. So I, I that doesn't uh, make sense. Time for reshoots. This um, movie is still not coming out. No. It's never coming out. No, uh, I did I, later on in this article here. I did realize that there we did have a rumor of a new director, and it's the guy who did Venom and oh, Zombie Land, right. yeah. Ruben Fleischer. That's right. That's so right. we did mention that. Uh, that he's in talks. I still. completely forgot about that. So still not even official. I mean, I guess if he signs on the dotted line tomorrow, and you start rushing into production, maybe you could make a March release date, but probably not i'm i'm thinking the earliest this could conceivably come out would be like august of 2021 especially since like after all of the hype the drama like i mean people we we certainly have but people have been paying attention to the the clusterfuck that is this movie for a long time now yeah assuming they're even still paying attention like we mention it because i think it's funny it's a joke yeah. to us at this point. Oh but... yeah, and I'm sure to a lot of people it is. I, mean, I, wrong, I bet you if you it. go onto like any movie blog or video game blog kind of thing, like, yeah. people are constantly joking about what a fucking mess this is. Um, and at that point, like, if this movie was to come out, it cannot be rushed. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, if if they're going to do this in, in any capacity, I mean, like entirely, they can rush it and make a shit thing. But people are going to be watching this like a hawk. Yeah. And if this comes out and is as bad as everyone is kind of at this point hoping it is. Yeah. So it's Duke Nukem Forever the movie. Yeah, kind of. Where you're just like... It really is. If this comes out and it's not the best thing I've ever seen, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. Like, people are watching this, you know, they're they're watching this either hoping that it's going to be the massive clusterfuck that it potentially will be, uh, or they actually want this to be good. And if, like, after all of this, if it comes out and it's just bad people are gonna be like oh so then what the fuck was all of this for yeah exactly um yeah i'm not sure but uh the only thing that i can think as to why they would only push it back a little bit is that they really believe in the script and they've got everything it's ready to go it's like they've got the storyboards they've got the pre-production stuff locked down they just need someone to tell the camera where to point and say action and the only reason they lost the last director was because of scheduling conflict this wasn't a you know creative differences situation it was a Listen, Tom Holland's got to go make Spider-Man 3, so we can't shoot that when we want to shoot this. Because that's the other thing. He's got to shoot Spider-Man 3 somewhere in this window between now and 2021. Uh, Or maybe that's what it was, is, you know, Travis Knight wanted to shoot it next year. And they're like, no, it has to be now because next year is when Tom's shooting Spider-Man 3. I don't, I don't know. So I yeah. guess then if everything's locked and ready to go and... Which, when at that point, Trevor was probably working on Jurassic Park World 
three. That's not even the guy who we're talking about. Wasn't that Trevor Hill? No, yeah, yeah, but we're talking about Travis Knight and Ruben Fleischer now. Oh, um, that's right. Travis Knight was the last yeah, one yeah. before that. Guy did Bumblebee. I'm already losing yeah. track of which one is where and when. And Correct. And Knight Shyamalan will be the new director. There it is. Of Avatar 2. I can't wait. The second to last Airbender. No, no it's just called oh, The Last, last Airbender. Airbender. Yeah. yeah. Avatar is the other one. Yep. Uh, there you go. All right. Uh, lightning round. We talked last week about the details regarding Super Nintendo World in Japan, which will be opening before the Summer Olympics uh, in Tokyo this year, which is August, I believe. Well, it's opening in Osaka. Uh, the Olympics are opening in Tokyo. Yeah, I was just... Got it. Uh, no, I see what you're doing. Uh, but yeah, so Super Nintendo World is opening there. Uh, we knew it was coming to Universal Studios Hollywood and Universal Studios Orlando. And this week we got confirmation of when it's coming to Orlando. And it is not soon. Uh, nope. Uh, it is uh, 2024? 23. Or 23, 23 yeah. yep. Um, and it is going to be uh, in a completely new Orlando Studios. Yeah, so they're building a whole new park area. So they have the regular one. They have Islands of Adventure. And now they will have this new one called like fantastical universes or something uh hang on i lost the article for it universes of tomorrow the world of amazing universes universal universes of the universe yeah new fantastic universe and where to find them orlando that's where joe i lost the article you're (laughs) unbelievable it's almost like you might have to edit this (laughs) it's almost like you were i've never done a podcast before Uh, i have never done it uh, Epic Universe. Epic Universe. Yeah, Universal. Universal, Universal Epic Universe. Well, it's Universal Studios, so mm. yeah, but none of the other none of the other ones have the word universe in it. I guess. Yeah. So, uh, Universal Epic Universe. Uh, in 2023, that'll be the first of the Super Nintendo World uh, parks. Uh, I did hear that this one would probably be the be the first one to introduce non mario yeah, stuff more than just it. Mario. so it'll have yeah. the mario stuff it'll have the punching blocks and the magic bands and the mini games on your phone and switch connection and all that but yeah uh but it would also include like legend of zelda possibly like maybe a, a metroid world of some kind metroid would be a really cool ride area i don't know what i would want for a zelda ride you know it'd be a very cool ride a splatoon ride where it's like one where you have like guns and you have to like wear like, like 3D the glasses and, and like you yeah. would like shoot the ground instead of shooting like the, the characters and stuff like that. Well, you can shoot you the like characters the too. Yeah. And stuff but yeah, but still like it would, it would all be about shooting paint. Maybe the people in the front have to shoot the people and shoot the ground to make the like ride move. Or like maybe it, the car shoots for you and that paints the... Oh yeah, it's just spraying the ground in front of it. Yeah, like you're so that's, driving that's around what's keeping it. Yeah, shooting. Yeah, so it gives you the illusion that you're moving on the the thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like digital walls. That'd be super like cool. Screens all around. Yeah. Just, just it's like registering where you shoot to put the plates flats. Yeah, because they have that. Like, well, Universal has the Men in Black one that's like that. There uh, are gonna be so many penises all over these walls. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that you would kind of have to like worry about what people will write on it. I guess. As you're going. Yeah. No, maybe you'd have to shoot things and then they, they would explode into... Maybe that's So it. it's like yeah. all predetermined. You would just have to hit a target and that target would blow the paint. Yeah, bad guys would pop out. The octolings or whatever would pop out from right. the sides and you'd shoot them and they would explode in paint yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't just give people carte blanche to paint things on no, a family-friendly ride. No, because then people would ride. be painting fuck and... Yeah, for that exact reason. all over the place. So, yeah. yeah. Like what I would be doing. Yeah. So yeah, what everyone be, else would be doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd actually be a really cool ride. Yeah, uh, you could definitely do that because they already have the mechanics of that 
uh, at several places because mm-hmm. Disney has the Toy Story one, which is the same yeah, thing. Buzz's, yeah. you know, Lightspeed Adventure or whatever. So, yeah, that'd be pretty cool too. I but again, like if they do Zelda first, like that'd be a cool world to go visit. But what the ride in that world would be, I don't know. Maybe it's like a log a, flume like a, with the like, and you're on the like a boat, like a Wind Waker one, or you know, a Link. I uh, mean, it could be Spirit Tracks. Not that that game had very much lore yeah. to it, but it is a yeah. track. And also, yeah, like, so do you do Wind Waker, or do you do Breath of the Wild, or do you do Ocarina, like Ocarina type yeah. like style, or just like worlds? OG or one of the you know. Do you do Link's Awakening? Do you do Link mm. to the Past? Like, what do you what what do you do as the like Zelda? Like, what's the canon Zelda that you want to use? Never been a vehicle really, except for Spirit Tracks and, and the boat. And, and the boat. And the boat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the horse! You could do like a horse riding thing. I guess it's but... probably as close as you're going to get to a ride is like riding Epona. Yeah, but doing what? You it know? would be like one of those, like the Harry Potter one, where you're just going through the world, so you're riding Epona, but it's like got 3D shit going Maybe. around you. Yeah, or like the ET, where like well, you're like on half, a bike, half three D and a half not three D, where like yeah. you know you'll see like you know monsters come out and they'll they'll be animatronics and they'll reach out in front of you. I mean, you could do you could even do it the Men in Black Splatoon style, where you've got a hook shot and you're shooting, and it's like a or you know, bow and arrow, yeah, or bow and arrow, and you're shooting you know all the different uh, villains and stuff like that, all the different creatures that exist in Zelda. I guess that's possible too. Yeah, I'm I'm having a hard time picturing what you would do with Legend of Zelda, but I am having a very easy time picturing what you could do with something like Metroid. Yeah, oh yeah, there is Metroid. like infinite amount of things you could do with Metroid. Yeah. Metroid would flying probably... around and like same as a ship like level thing, yeah. where you're like doing it kind of like the Star Wars ride and uh, and Disney. And... You do Star Fox rides, like mm-hmm. a lot of those lend themselves better to a ride. Again, though, a Metroid one, and I know this is the third game that we've used an example of, but that would also be a really good. You drive around and shoot stuff. Yeah, like, you just like you put your arm yeah. inside of her like blaster thing. Yeah, and you're just like going around like pew 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 pew. Yeah, exactly. You're just folding all the kids up into a tiny ball and rolling them down a hallway. Perfect. And then exploding them. Yeah, done. Passing them with a bomb. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be down to go. It stinks that it's a little far away, but if they're building a whole new area for it, that's better. Yeah, it's I'm only more... Orlando though. What? I like Universal Studios. This isn't in Orlando, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's closer than California. Oh, yeah, but it's three years away is what I mean by far away. Oh, I thought you meant distance-wise. Oh, no, like, no, no, no. Florida's no. pretty close. <laughs> no, I've been to Florida. Uh, we'll go back. Uh, but, no, I mean, like, it's not coming until 2023. Yeah, but that's because they're building yeah. the new area. New park yeah, for which, is, go which is good. So, yeah. uh, pretty cool there. Uh, all right, anything I missed for the lightning round? Not lightning round for this week. Nope. Uh, small piece of news. The PS4 is now the fourth best-selling console of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's a, a nice jump. You yeah. were saying earlier that like they've clearly won the console wars, but so not just this, this gen- generation. Behind, behind Wii, PS2, PS2, Wii, uh, and Game Boy Color. Or yeah. like Game Boy slash Game Boy Color. Yeah. So of the top five, though, they own three. Because they have PS2, PS1, and PS4. Because mm-hmm. P- uh, the PlayStation original is just right behind them. I think actually Wii was right behind them, but that's okay. No, because you said it was the fourth selling? Yeah, it's the fourth top selling. So yeah. PS2 was number one. Yeah. Wii is number two. Wii is number. Oh, Wii was number two. Yeah. And then Game Boy Color. Yeah. And then yeah. PS4. And then PS4. So, and then PS5. Nintendo. PS1. And then yeah, my my. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. See, they're doing a doing a great job. Good for them. Yeah. 
Cool. All right. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what retro games you've purchased recently. If you've been on any retro games hunts like we have, uh, do you want to see? What do you want to see for a, co- a new Kotor game? Do you want it to be a sequel that's non-canon? Do you want this mishmash of one and two that becomes canon? Uh, how do you want that to work out? Do you care about an Order eighteen eighty six sequel? Uh, do you want to see a new Splinter Cell? Uh, do you care about the Last of Us canceled series? Joe's putting this all away in the worst possible time. Are you excited about a Witcher Netflix? And uh, what do you want to see as a ride possibility in Super Nintendo World? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Johnny. I'm Joe. And I got all my games. Yep. I'm going to knock them all on the floor and make you pick them up. And then I'm going to knock them all. Up. There it is. And thanks so much for listening. Bye. Thank you so much. <laughs>